beginning was the word, and the word was a startling ceremony two million years ago. Lightning strikes the monolithic and the universe crashed. Oh my god, Platinum! It's been off in 10k tribes, distant but familiar. Every ape is unique, yeah. Every ape is beautiful. Every ape is love, yeah. Every ape is family. Whatever their differences, wherever they are now. Advice Channel Podcast. This podcast was inspired by the Career Advice Channel in the Hate Beast Discord and is intended to supplement the content found in that channel. This podcast series focuses on discussions around careers with particular attention to business and marketing topics, but also leaving the conversation open to a wide variety of topics in addition to that. We talk with professionals and entrepreneurs from all walks of life about their experience and the lessons that we can learn from them. This is an unofficial project and does not reflect the views of the Hate Beast team. On this episode, we are talking to Captain Wong. We talk for a bit about his approach to something called FIRE, which stands for Financial Independence and Retiring Early. This is an approach to savings and investment that allows for early retirement, using a very careful analysis of your lifestyle, cutting back to essentials, and investing your money in ways that help it grow as fast as possible while mitigating the risks. Speaking of risks, none of this is financial advice. The methodology presented in FIRE is one approach to savings and investments, but it may not be for you and results may vary. Always do your own research. Please check the links in the show notes to read about a detailed description of Captain Wong's approach to these methods and feel free to find him in the Hate Beast Discord and ask him any questions you like. Once again, our intro music is performed by Key Lavish. Please check the show notes to support him as well. And if you found this podcast and don't know what Hate Beast is, it is an NFT project with an incredible community full of huge gigabrains. And we hope to amplify those voices here and create content that can be beneficial for everyone. Find the link below for more information and to get involved. Let's listen. So, yeah, man, let's get to it, dude. Uh, let's get a little bit of introduction on you and tell us a little bit about yourself, a real brief history, and kind of bring us up to current events and where you're at right now. Sure. Thanks for having me, Jerry. Uh, so, uh, I'm a I'm a uh, cybersecurity professional in the banking industry. I've been working uh, for about twelve years now. So the realization of uh, the fire concept, right, is really um, you know fire stands for financial independence and retri- retiring early. It, it came it dawned upon me in uh, in late actually in late twenty twenty last year, about a year now about about a year now. Where, you know, I realize that I am exchanging my 
my time for for money. I've been working in in the corporate world, and I find that um, my 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 mental health, my well being, uh, my time, my family, and all have been uh, have been have been sacrificed uh, so far to in order to exchange for to, for the mon the money that I have. So uh, I came because because of the pandemic, uh, I had. I had the opportunity to uh, have more free time to look into stuff, and and I realized I came across the concept of fire, where you reach a certain amount of money, and then you put it into investments, and it, the investment compounds uh, in such a way that once you reach that amount of money, the money will not run out for for the rest of your life, and you kind of like uh, live on that. Uh, as as your income to replace your your annual income, and basically you get all the time that you want, right? Focusing on doing things that that you like, working on things that you like, and spending time with your with the people that you want, like your family, your friends. And I I saw many articles online and uh, watched a couple of YouTube videos. And traditionally, what people do is that they save. Say um, in the U.S., they save about they save about a million or two million dollars, and then they put it into the uh, index fund, which yields about seven seven to eight percent a year, and they live actually quite frugally. So they save whatever they can. They, uh, you know, uh, make changes to their lifestyle so that they can reach a million or two dollars to basically reach that fire goal. So they put it into the index fund, and uh, they will withdraw about three to four percent a year, uh, and hoping that that will last last them for for quite some time for the rest of their lives, actually. So and, uh, go, okay, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Joby, you have some questions. Uh, yeah. Well, definitely, lots more questions. Um, but I think that it's also worth um, prefacing the rest of our conversation. Um, with the uh, statement that this is none of this will be financial advice and you must do your own research and of course those things are always said um, and it's no less important uh, in this case um, some you know sometimes financial advice can become controversial um, and people you know may have disagreements one way or the other I think that it is important to remember though that for career advice this podcast stems from a career advice channel in the discord um, and how to manage your finances savings taxes all of those things is an important part of that um, so I think that that's why I think it's important to talk about these things because what we're going to be talking about with you ultimately like when it boils down it's just another uh, methodology for saving money and making that money work for you, just like you would in a 401k plan or anything else. So from that context, it's not, you know, there's nothing outlandish. The only thing to consider for anybody listening to this now or after the fact um, is that this isn't a, there are no sil silver bullets. And this, none of what we're going to say, you know, may work for you. And even if you do implement a lot of the things that we'll talk about, results may vary. So just kind of always keep that in mind. Um, 
So without that long preamble out of the way, um, maybe you could talk a little bit about like what features distinguish the fire method, you know, the, or the, um, the techniques that you are, that are used to, um, that define that method from just like kind of traditional savings. Sure. Uh, I think, yeah, thanks for putting, putting that disclaimer up. I think, uh, it's important that, uh, for, for someone to, who wants to kind of like get in a better shape in terms of finances, they may not reach the, they may not uh, reach the fire goal, but, um, if you try to get there, uh, using certain methods that I am going to 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 describe here, uh, although this is this is not a financial advice, uh, this this I'm not a, I'm not a certified financial advisor, uh, but I do hope that uh, whoever whoever is listening to this um, who comes across it or this podcast, you find uh, something interesting, something something new that you learn about and it can make your uh, your uh, financial health better in, in certain ways and and I hope it changes your life in certain ways. So uh, for for the fire methodology that I that I mentioned in the uh, Discord channel here in the career advice uh, it's a little bit different. The way the way I'm doing fire is a little bit different from the traditional ones that I that I mentioned just now. I I believe that you can reach fire with very little amount of money. Uh and if you if you choose the right investments in uh in that sense, right? So crypto is a really, really good opportunity right now that we have. Uh when you know there's a there's a DeFi protocol who that lets you earn like twenty percent APY right now, uh, and you can actually replace um, your income, uh, whatever the amount of, uh, you know, uh, maybe 300,000, 400,000, you can actually reach like kind of like a minimalist lifestyle and get out of your nine to five job and work on the things that you want. Of course, different people will have different life circumstances. Uh, some people want want to be more luxurious. You want to be able to have like uh, more so that you can uh, buy things that you want, living a, a better lifestyle. So that's a choice of uh, for the different individuals. So for myself, I I'm more I'm more on the more luxurious uh, luxurious end of the fire. Where uh, I hope people will be able to generate uh, more income than what I'm getting right now, and be able to sustain a really, really uh, decent lifestyle here that I have uh, in Singapore. So I'll just pause that, uh, pause there for for a second to to see if you have any questions, Julie. Um. Well, sure. I want to lead up to some of the specifics. Uh, you know, of your approach to it um with a, a a little bit on like what your introduction to this concept was like how, how did you hear about it and and what drew you into it you mentioned crypto being 
um, a viable means of implementing some of these techniques. Were you in crypto prior to learning about this methodology or did it come after? Well, uh, for me, I've been investing about 12 years now. Mostly it was during the first 10 years, it was mostly in, uh, in stocks. And then in, uh, in the year 2020, because we have a kind of a bull run in the stock market and, uh, that's really that, that, that year, uh, a lot of people around me, my friends around me, they've actually made a lot of money and they've, they've actually quit their jobs and, uh, you know, live that fire lifestyle, uh, and work on the things that they want after that. So for me, um, it's basically 10 years I was doing like just stocks investments. And then uh, in 2020, I was doing stock options. Uh, I got into crypto in year in the year of, uh, it's actually in, in late 2020. And I start to realize um, potential that we have in crypto, especially in, in DeFi. And from that on, I I saw a path for myself to reach uh, the amount of money that I wish to save and reach that goal. And yeah, that's that's how I got into that that path of reaching reaching that fire fire goal. Hello. Uh, hey, how's it going? Welcome in. We're uh, recording a podcast right now. It's uh, the career channel or the career advice channel podcast. Where uh, oh, I see. No worries. Hang out if you want to. Um, but uh, yeah, if you don't mind, if we just kind of continue this interview for a little bit, shouldn't take too long. And if you hang out and listen, you might have some questions after. Uh, it's going to be a, a pretty interesting conversation. Oh, I see. Sorry to just jump in. No, no worries. No worries. Yeah, these I'll, are all I'll these are it. these are all public channels, so you know it's going to happen. But uh, uh, yeah, Captain Wong, getting back to uh, what we were talking about, um, one of the things that I've seen in the description of the fire uh, method and achieving that goal is that it requires a certain level of like upfront frugality. Like you have to be like very conservative about your spending habits. Um, you mentioned before a minimalist lifestyle, you know, and these things are maybe not necessary, but are helpful in uh, pursuing that particular goal uh, and, and that your your best returns will be realized after living this sort of more frugal period for a certain time. Um, but you, you, you mentioned that you like to have like a little bit more luxury in your life. Is that something that you continue to pursue now, like living a little bit more comfortably, or do you live a little bit with a little bit less now in order to have what you need later on? Sure. I've I've seen people uh like change the lifestyle drastically, like they sell the cars, they they don't eat out uh, just to save their money. Um for me I I don't really scheme on spending on food and and uh, travel, but I don't really buy things that I don't need. So, you know, I, I see people uh, chasing for 
for uh for luxury items like branded goods and, and so on uh, those are really like unnecessary in if you really want to reach fire goal for me uh i will pay I, i'm willing to pay for for you know for food because you know that's important for yourself and and uh and also for your mental health basically so uh I'm I'm still living quite a like a decent lifestyle here uh, in Singapore, and uh, I think if we keep uh buying things that are like big ticket items that are not necessary, uh, you know we we could reach there like faster. For me, I I don't have a property, so I don't have a mortgage, so that that would be actually a big. Uh, big sum that people set aside every month to to pay off, right? So that they they have a roof under their head. For me, uh, property is an asset class. At least in Singapore, it has it has gone up so much, and the returns are uh very much not that attractive right now. And I believe that uh, if I put that money and invest in other asset classes like crypto and stocks. I, I believe that right now the returns would uh surpass that of property. And uh I don't have a car in Singapore. I we don't we don't really need a car here in Singapore. We have very very, very good uh transportations here. Uh you know, cars are so expensive here in Singapore. Like you you need to pay about fifty thousand US dollars just to get a uh, certificate to uh to buy a car and then you need to fork out like 60 70 kgs to get a toyota wait hold on uh, i gotta pause you there yeah. hold on <laughs> yeah. yeah you have to pay fifty thousand. they're the equivalent of fifty thousand usd for like your yeah, your, yeah. your permit like the like permission yeah, to drive it's, it's called the uh, certificate of entitlement basically it gives you the right to to get a car basically to buy a car holy shit That's and then you have to the pay cost for the, of the car. Oh, yeah, okay yeah. all right well um we don't have to dwell on that for too long but that was i just wanted to make sure that i had heard that correctly please can please continue i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so those those things really add up right so people have a car they have a they have a mortgage to pay off that really is the uh I think those are the advantages that I have. So I don't have those and um I live I still live a quite a good lifestyle. I'm renting a a, a really good place in a central location in, in Singapore and I'm eating really, really well. Uh I don't skim on meals. Meals are not that expensive in, in Singapore. Actually you can get really, really decent meals for three, four US dollars here a meal here in, in Singapore. So yeah, that's kind of like uh, what I'm spending on is basically my rents and my uh, and my food as well as some other bills, and that's it. I I I don't really try to scheme that much, but I don't spend unnecessarily uh, at the same time. So uh, I'm putting whatever I have back into investments, uh, whether it is uh, the stock market or the crypto market 
So my primary my primary investment are still in stocks. So I basically do a uh, selling selling options in the stock market. This is how most of my friends are doing it. Those those who have reached uh, the fire goal, um, they are doing very very conservative uh, stock option selling. Um, you know, I'm not sure whether you're familiar with stock options where you it's like selling insurance where you choose a, a stock that you like, the company that you like, and then you uh, sell, sell an insurance basically if the stock price of that company falls to a certain amount of uh, stock price, then you, uh, you are promising that person to uh, kind of like that you will buy that stock at that price. But upfront, that person who who is buying the stock option will pay you a premium, say a thousand or two dollars, a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars upfront for that insurance. Mm -hmm. So that's how uh, I see most people are doing. I've been doing that myself for about a year plus now. It's been it's been quite uh it's been quite good. I think uh. It has so far replaced my. It was close to what I'm drawing, my salary, uh, mm. last year. So it's kind of like a good, really, really good side income to have there. Of course, it comes with risk, um, and one have to really, really understand, uh, how what to do and what what you are doing when you know right. selling those options. That's that. Yeah, that's not a beginner's game. Like you have to yeah. really, really, really know what you're doing. With, with stock options all like any any of the that the the side uh the side hustles of the stock market shorts longs uh options like all of those kinds of things like that's yeah that's uh that's advanced advanced game so um as i understand the the long-term plan when you're following a a fire methodology the long-term plan is to live on a big pile that you've saved, but the withdrawal from that has to be very measured. You have to be very careful about um, when you take it out and how much you take it out. So does this mean that the sort of conservative lifestyle that you cultivate in order to save the money needs to continue once you have all of that money saved? Yeah, for me, uh... For most people, yes, uh, you still have to maintain uh, a conservative, so-called conservative lifestyle, to so that you you are guaranteed for to to at least get something out of your savings for the rest of your life. For me, uh, I see fire as a a means of getting uh, getting getting freedom for your time and doing working on what you like. And for me, after I reach there as in fire, uh, it's important for me to be able to continue working on something else to be able to generate income as well. So I would say uh, that fire uh, savings will be kind of like uh, it's like a baseline, a basic income that you get. Right, no matter what happens down the road for the rest of your life, you have at least something to 
to eat and a roof under your head. And with that said, after you reach fire, I think, you know, people will think about uh, just traveling and, you know, just live beside the beach and do what, but not doing anything for the rest of your life. For me, it's very different. For me, it's uh, having that time to uh, start something on the side for myself, maybe a business or, or investments or so on, to be able to bring in more uh, more income, uh, you know, after I quit my job. Of course, that comes with a lot of planning. Uh, I can actually do, I can, I can actually quit my job right now and, you know, live a decent life uh, for myself. But it's important to also plan uh, what we're going to do after we quit our jobs. Like for me, I have, I have not figured out what, what I want to do. I don't want to just sit on the beach and, you know, not doing anything for the rest of my life. That's why I'm still in the workforce. I'm looking for uh, what I can do to bring more income, right? Besides the ones that I already have, like uh, selling options for, for stocks and uh, doing uh, DeFi and crypto on the site. I, I still want to do something uh, for my fulfillment for to to fill up most of my time that can bring uh, some income at least so yeah that's that's the idea right so uh, making ourselves free from the nine to five job and working on this working on things that we like yeah there there are a couple of things in there that you said that i I think are really important uh, one was uh, that you, it's important or you would be better served, you would be best served if you knew what you wanted to do once you are retired or like once you don't have to work a nine to five. And that's, a, that's an, I think that's such an important concept because I think it's something that a lot of people don't think that much about. Because they're they're already they're so kind of like um, I don't want to say programmed, you know, but we we're sort of brought into this expectation. Anybody that is like living in you know an industrialized nation is kind of brought into this mentality that you're you're going to work for the next 50, 60 years, you know, and then maybe you get to retire at the end of that, and you live off of some like pension or whatever money you've saved, but it's just like, well, you get a job, and if you're really lucky, well, you get a job that you that you enjoy, you know. Or if you work hard, you know, and you like really put your effort into it, then you get a job that you enjoy. But it's not something that we ever really consider of like, well, if you could do whatever you want, <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> that's, I feel yeah, like that's yeah, that's exactly. something that's like worth considering, you know, because then that like then you you uh, you get a, a perspective on what your motivations are. And that can affect your decision-making process and, and, and knowing, you know, like what those decisions should be to accomplish the goal. Yeah. Anyway, it's, and then the other thing that you said that I think is really cool is that like, you don't want to just sit on the beach and I would wager that, that this notion of like, oh, well, if I didn't have to work, I would just sit on a beach all day. Maybe that stems from the fact that like people are unsatisfied in their job and they don't like just going and doing busy work. And so, like, the best thing that they could think of is just like, well, I don't know, I won't have to do anything, and I'll just sit on a beach. 
but you, you, it sounds like you've given this enough thought to know that that wouldn't be fulfilling. You have to have something that is going to give you a sense of purpose and a sense of well-being above and beyond just doing nothing because then you don't have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, uh, I guess fire is not for everyone, right? So fire, uh, you know, some people love their jobs, right? I, I, I have friends who really, really love in love in their jobs. I have a friend who is a, a teacher and he could afford to, to retire, but he chose not to because he really enjoys the work. But for, for a lot of people that I meet, uh, most of the time they, they don't really like their jobs. They commit to work, they hustle nine to five, come home with very, very little time of their own. Uh, then they spend it with their family and at the end of the day, they don't have much of a me time uh, for yourself. So that that's kind of like a rat race. You You get a paycheck at the end of the month you pay for the bills, you pay for mortgages, pay for your car. And, you know, it comes with a cost, right? So the cost is really your time and your health. I think, uh, I think most people don't realize it that, uh, yes, your, your money will accumulate over time. But if you think about when you get old, and you retire at 60 years old, you have a million dollars. You don't really have that youth anymore. Your mind is not as clear. You don't have that much time. And and your body is not that active anymore to be able to travel around and things like that. So if you, if you have a million dollars when you're at 30 years old versus a million dollars when you are 60 years old, I would say... You know, the old money is really, it, it doesn't serve you that purpose anymore. So why not consider, you know, having a million dollars living the life that you want when you are at 30? So that's that's kind of like how, what's really inspired me. Like, the older you get, yes, you get more money, but you will have less time left, less, less time left on, on, on earth. So time is really something that cannot be replaced. And I I came to that realization uh, last year. So that's that's what really uh, inspired me to, to go on this path. And I, I hope to be able to help more people to, to reach there. And I, I wish I could tell my, myself, my, my, my younger self in my 20s, but I don't have to go on this path in the corporate world, uh, working for someone else and try to climb the career ladder and, you know, hopefully to, to be a, a, a very prestigious role in, in, you know, I'm in the banking uh, industry, so we have ranks to climb. Mm-hmm. So I thought about if, if I reach a really, like, like a, a, a higher rank, uh, a role in my in bank. I would I would be like fifty years old and so on, and I would have spent so much time in corporate that I didn't get to live the life that I want and uh, doing things for my own. So so that's kind of like how 
how I would tell myself in my early 20s. And for a lot of people in the career advice who, are, who I see as two students, mm -hmm. I wish they would be able to have this, like, at least have this option in mind and think about how, uh, how they can, they can approach this differently. Yeah. So, yeah. This, this, so, scene, go, go ahead. If you can finish. Yeah. Sorry. So for, uh, for the other part, uh, is because we, we see a lot of YouTube videos, we see a lot of articles, like people made it either in the crypto market or stock market, like they, they flip it hundred X and, and, you know, boom, they are, they're done for the rest of their life. I, I think it's important that we know how to, what to do after we, we get the amount of wealth that, uh, from, from the investments that we make. If, because I, I think if we don't know what to do after that, and uh, we don't know how to manage our finances. And, and I see a lot of stories as well. Like people don't talk about all this uh, shitty stuff, right? Like once you raise the amount of money, like life will be happily ever after. But it's far from that actually. Like a lot of people that I see, uh, they spend most of the money on things and they end up, you know, going back to the corporate world, get a job and, because they couldn't, they, they don't know how to manage the money. They, they end up losing it. They end up going back to, to finding a job. So I think it's very important to think about what to do and how to plan that time after you get certain money and not think about just jumping in and once, once you reach your money, I just quit my job for good and jumping in on the beach, work on your body, and hope that things will go well from there. I think one should really think about all the shitty stuff that that uh, no one no one talks about, like what you're gonna do for the rest of your life to fill out your time. Uh, how do you sustain that income? What's your plan? Uh, and so on. I think it's important to continue to look for. Uh, different investment opportunities as well. Like what I've been preaching on the channel is really on stable coin where you just deposit the amount of money and 20%, right? So someone came, came about and, you know, disputed that, that it will change over time, which is very true. It will change over time. But the point is we have to keep looking for opportunities, right? We have to keep our minds active to look for yields and be comfortable that uh, we need to keep working. We need to keep looking for opportunities and not just face still and hoping that things will work out from there. I think, I think you get the point. Joey. Yeah, no, I, I, lo I love what you're saying. Um, mm -hmm. Keeping yourself curious and always asking questions and, um, looking for we're trying to understand you know like why the thing is working the way that it does and being aware of how those processes can change because even in the most like stable kinds of investments there's still risk and you still want to uh, you know very rarely is the opportunity 
presented where you can just put a certain amount of money in a place and then just totally forget about it. Maybe a Roth IRA gets close to that, but even then it's like you want to check in on it every now and then to see how it's doing. So yeah. um, the, the person that I would want to hear this, what we've been talking about, the kinds of things that we've been talking about up till now, still have a, a good amount to talk about yet, but the person that is coming to my mind so far is someone who is young, you know, like even like late teens, 18, 19, 20, and is willing and able to put themselves in a living situation that is, you know, not a cardboard box, but something that's like where you have your, your necessities covered. And yes, you're eating healthy, definitely eat healthy exercise for goodness sake, go outside and they're able to implement some of these things that we're talking, learn about these things, implement them and really make them work for 10 to 15 years. And then that, like that is, that seems like the demographic that could really benefit the most. Like either you live in a, um, in a country where the cost of living is much lower or you're able to minimize your expenses. If you live in a more expensive country, you can minimize your expenses to a degree where you know, you, you're able to save the vast majority of what you're making, I feel like. And that's not to say that other people won't benefit from this as well, but that's kind of like the person that I'm imagining in my mind as like the one that's gonna benefit the most from this. If you don't mind my asking, how old are you? my early 30s right now yeah so the the plan is to retire in the next two three years i'm, I'm taking this time to to kind of like plan uh, what i want to do from here mm -hmm. so uh you know like kind of like what what will be my passive income streams what is my in uh what is my main business right what do i want to do to uh, fill up most of my uh, working hours. So I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, I've seen some great ideas online, as well as in the career advice channel that we, you know, we are in. So mm. yeah, it's, it's, it was kind of like good. It's, it's a good source to reach out to people. And I'm glad I'm, I'm here to be able, this is a good, really good platform for me to share what I'm doing and hopefully be able to uh, inspire others to at least not go to the extreme of quitting your job and reaching fire, but at least have a better sense of your finances and what you can do mm -hmm. and think differently about, about money in general. Yeah, and the thing that, the impression that I'm getting and one thing that, that I'm liking about this is that it, it sounds like you don't have to just get rich. Like you don't have to be like, you know, really wealthy in order to implement these strategies. You just, you build up enough so that you are able to, um, you know, pace out a certain percentage of it. It's almost like you, a, a, a new kind of paycheck, but it's a paycheck that you're giving yourself from money that you've saved up and invested and capitalized upon and grown to the point where you can, give yourself, you know, um, a certain amount at a regular intervals 
and then you can plan what to do with that amount that you're that you're coming in does that sound about right to you it's almost like you get this new new paycheck and then you can reinvest it in the next thing that you want to do am i sort of encapsulating it correctly so uh i'll give you an example like let's say you have uh a two million dollars right two million dollars uh is if you put it into a, a the DeFi protocol that i mentioned in the channel it would generate apy about uh, 20% that would make about $400,000 a year. So if you withdraw, say, like $200,000 that year, which is really, really good lifestyle for, for a lot of people, uh, your money will not run out for, for if assuming that uh, API maintains that 20%, which you can supplement with other investment uh, vehicles. But if you can do 20% with $2 million and you get a $400,000 uh, uh, income a year, you can, like, say, take up $200,000 to uh, find your lifestyle, you know, whatever, do whatever you want. And, it be, and, and knowing that you'll be, you know, you, you'll be financially free for life, uh, paying yourself from your investments, like, just withdraw every few, every three months or four months, put a lot of money just to pay the check, and let the rest run in in your investments. I think I think that's the that's the idea. So, um, digging a little bit more into um mm -hmm. into that idea of of saving up an amount, um, would you say that it's necessary to have a relatively high paying job to take advantage of these techniques like even if you're living pretty minimal is do you need a a a, a profession that pays a certain amount or is it just mm -hmm. a, a you know a kind of a well yeah i'll just i'll leave it at that I'll... yeah there's a few paths to that um you can some people are lucky enough to have uh, good paying jobs, right? So uh, if you have like $400,000 a year working in a, in a tech company in the US, you'll probably be able to reach higher goal in a very short amount of time. For a lot of people who does not have that luxury, um, you can reach there, I think, the the most uh, viable way to reach there is through investments, uh, making the right uh, choices in what you invest in, and learning uh, how to compound your money and uh, invest safely to reach there. Not taking too much risk and also not being too conservative as well. Uh, you need to to take a little bit more more risk be able to get there like if you invest in an in index fund i think uh that will not that that will not make it you at least need to invest in uh i would say uh growth companies in the u in the stock market in the, in the u.s stock market or the other option is you uh, you get into the right crypto and uh generates uh uh, multiple times a return and you might be able to get there 
I would say uh, it really depends on your life circumstances, whether you, you, uh, you save that amount through your job or through uh, investments or both. But uh, I would say uh, if you have this mindset in mind, right? Like if I reach this amount of money, I would be able to, uh, to, to be better off in terms financially. Uh, I think uh, that would be really, really uh, helpful, a really helpful mindset to have uh, when dealing with your uh, personal finances. So, Yo. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, we're having a little interview here with Captain Wong. We're recording a, for a the career advice channel podcast. Um, we're coming up pretty soon on wrapping it up. Um, but we just got a couple more questions for him. Um, if you want to hang out and listen just for a sec and maybe have some questions afterwards, that'd be awesome. We're almost nice done. Surprise. Right on. Cool. Um, yeah. So captain Wong, let me, uh, run something by you. It, it sounds like one thing that would be very helpful to know up front um is or to plan for up front is exactly what kind of lifestyle you want to have when you're Mm -hmm. developing this plan for you know achieving a fire goal and that conversation seems like it would need to be like a long and really honest one with yourself you know (laughs) because it could be tempting to think of like a lot of a lot of things that you might want or think that you want but don't really need and you know you have to kind of have a real serious heart to heart with yourself about like well what actually makes me happy like like what are the comforts that i'm going to need to be happy and again that kind of goes back to like really understanding uh, what about yourself you know is truly important i would love to fire i would that's my goal i would love to fire like I don't want to. I don't need a beach house, a, a resort, a cabin. No, 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 no. I just need a simple house, good lifestyle, medium middle class. I can afford vacation maybe a, once a year or once every six months. I can go for a camping trip or a trip to a cruise or some shit without having to look at my bank. I don't have to be super rich. I don't have to drive Bentleys, but I don't want to be living in a cardboard box. Uh, <laughs> yeah, room, you know? yeah, for sure. So, yeah, for sure. Cap- Captain, did you do some planning like that in advance and anticipation of this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it it takes it takes a lot of uh, uh, like what you said, conversation with yourself and decide what kind of. What kind of lifestyle do you do you want? Like, do you want to buy luxurious things for yourself, like a a, a really nice car, handbags, and branded goods, and so on, or you want uh, a big mansion, for example, right? So it it really comes down to conversation with yourself and and decide what what do you value. I think most people just want to have either a comfortable lifestyle or rich like no one obviously no one's going to be poor want to be poor nobody's going to want to be uh penny uh living paycheck to paycheck right that's obvious so it's either middle class and on uh, everybody 
lifestyle one. Like you don't want to be living in a dump hole in Compton because that's all you can afford, you know. You want to be in a good community where your car won't break in and and you you live peaceful and you can do your hobbies, fuck around, you know, and you can afford it without having a pitch penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. No, that's true. Um, Captain, we've coming up on 45 minutes of talking on this, uh, talking about this. Um, it's been awesome talking to you. Um, I just, I want to come into the wrap up cause you know, we got people coming in chats filling up. I don't want to take up too much more, uh, time with this, but if anybody that has been listening for the time that we've been doing this interview, uh, does anybody have any questions for captain? take that as a no that's cool that means that we covered everything yep no way (laughs) that means that we covered everything that we need to cover but captain i'm sure it would be great to uh talk to you Um, again in the future yeah what's up sorry i have a question so i um i'm 24 years old and i'm just new to nft and crypto and and i wholly support myself since 19 i just want to know uh, if I just, yeah, like the things you guys talked just now, it was really helpful. I did learn so much stuff from it. And I want to know, like, if you have, like, one advice that you would give to me right now. Like, how to, how to say, like, I'm, I'm working eight to four job from home. And then... While doing that, I'm trying to get into like NFT and crypto because I just know that it's going to be only me. Nobody else will be supporting me. Like I have to do everything on my own. Yeah. And I need just some kind of guidance because like I never had since I was small. So, so one, one thing I, one thing I have to jump in on real quick. Um, it, mm-hmm. There's lots of advice that you will hear um you should not take any of it as scripture and anything that anybody Mm -hmm. tells you is not going anything that we would say now it's not like official financial advice like no one here is a is a certified financial advisor so none of us can none of us can say you should do any one thing with any type of certainty we're all in this together and some people might have some Um, some ideas on what might what might work well for you this whole conversation has been about uh, a certain type of saving strategy and and maintaining a certain mm -hmm. type of lifestyle while implementing a certain type of saving strategy and if it seems like that is something Mm -hmm. that would work for you then that might be a goal for you to set is like understand well what kind of lifestyle do you want to live in your eventual retirement how do you how much do you need to save and what would be good investment strategies uh, for you to uh, accomplish those goals and the whole the whole the whole career advice channel here uh, you know in the the hate beast discord is good for asking those questions um, and there's also a few uh, cryptocurrency chat rooms and some NFT chat rooms. And there's a huge wealth of knowledge, big, big mm-hmm. brains talking about those those kind of concepts. Um, and and so, those would all be good places to go check out. 
think to to answer your question, uh, I mean, Mono, I think uh, it's very respectable that you have been uh, supporting yourself since you were like 18 years old. Now you're 24, right? I think uh, one one advice, which is which is not nineteen. Okay, so which is not a financial advice, by the way, is um have a goal, right? On on what kind of lifestyle that you want for yourself, mm -hmm. uh, how much money you want, roughly, for for you know to live the life that you want, like how much per month that you want to live. And looking in and projecting that into the future as well. I don't know what your life circumstances are, but for most people, um, you'll have to take into consideration um, setting up family, whether getting a house or uh, getting insurance for your health as well as you grow older. I think yeah. those are the things that you want to really spend time and sit down, think hard uh, on what to do. And have a goal on where to reach um, in terms of savings, um, whether it is three hundred thousand yeah. dollars, five hundred thousand, a million, two million, ten million, so whatever I that you want. I have also a question on that saving too, because like in my situation, I I came. I'm actually in Canada right now. I just came to Canada as a student and became a worker. Then I'm working. Like I don't have any family here or. Um, any place here so I rent I work and I pay all my expenses so there's really little for me like to save from what I earn that's the reason kind of I try to jump into this and like one uh, one my question would be like how to manage and try to save from it like from the salary I earn like after paying my food, my expenses, transportation, and like rent, it's just gone. It's it's like I don't I don't buy extra stuff at all because I'm always moving around, and I don't need any like materialistic stuff. But yeah, it, it's kind of hard if you're kind of like immigrant and try to like stay here. It's um. I yeah, just the starting point have to save on like the things on the money that I, I earn now. It's like, unless I do like multiple jobs. Yeah, that's hard if you're working multiple jobs and not having time off. But <clears throat> I think the thing you should analyze is what kind of skill sets that you have that's above and beyond that you can leverage that. So instead of you making a minimum wage job, maybe you can find something <clears throat> On the NFT that you like, you do research, you know, you, you yeah. I, I don't want to tell you, oh, go ape in on this, but you should have like a regular job and then do a side hobby. And once your side hobby picks up, then you can replace with your main income. But like I said, you got to find like some sort of skill. Can you cook? Can you draw? Maybe you're good at marketing. Maybe you're good at talking to people. Maybe you're good at animation. You can Photoshop. I don't know. Like whatever your skill is, <laughs> try, to, try to bring that up and bring value to it mm. so you can have time that benefits you in more instead of you working minimum wage right your time no it's it's, it's not minimum it's just my professional uh job um it's just 
like in Canada, rent and expenses are too high. But then I don't want to go back to my country because it's worse. <laughs> yeah, it's probably even shittier. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's hard. Yeah, the the, the loop that a lot of people are stuck in because they live paycheck paycheck. They get four hours of sleep. They can't. They they don't have anything to do to for to reinvest in themselves because they have to sleep and go back to the third job. You know. Yeah, the the the. the, I I mean, do your own research, honestly. And for someone like you who have no time, going to NFT with very little liquid, like like if you have five hundred bucks. To buy an NFT, like I won't even advise you buying an NFT because that's so little. You need at least like 0.8 to 1e to really buying to a good project that will have standing ground instead of buying a mediocre, uh, a shaky, you know, project. Hope that it moves. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would echo that, mm-hmm. and and I and I would, I would say like if you're already kind of struggling to make the ends meet. Um, NFT and NFTs might not be the place to find that extra income um, because mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just not that kind of game. Um, you've got to mm-hmm. grind it like in a totally different way than traditional sources of income or investing. Um, it the it's it's high risk. Yes, it can be very high reward, but it is very 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 risky. You do need to be comfortable with losing a certain amount of money yeah, before yeah. Bef- before you hit a big spender, you know, or like a before mm-hmm. you hit a big reward. What I what I'm thinking in my mind um, is that because you're young, you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. I'm assuming you don't have any tie downs as far as like kids or family you have to take no. care of or whatever. Yeah. So if you if you if you don't have like hefty responsibilities that you have to take care of. Your mm-hmm. option, your options are actually uh, much wider than 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 a lot of people's, yeah. and you might want to think about the sacrifices that you can that you can make in your life in the short term mm-hmm. in order to gain a long term advantage. So that would be looking at your living situation. Maybe your rent is high right now. Are there mm-hmm. uh, are there cheaper living situations that you could find that might include roommates that might be include living in a less desirable part of town you know like all of those kinds of things maybe even if you're not super tied to the job that you're in now maybe you move to a less expensive city maybe you spend the free time that you do have learning a skill that does pay better there's lots of opportunities for you to learn tech skills online in your spare time that you could turn into high paying income in a relatively short amount of time, you know, like maybe two years, if you really worked it, you could find some certifications that would get you tech jobs that would, that you'd be able to work remotely. You could live in, you know, you could live in much cheaper circumstances. Oh, I work remotely right now, actually. Okay, well, so I'm just the the, the point remains. Yeah. It's it's not it's not whether you work remotely or not. It's more the fact uh-huh. that like you you want to be able to develop right. skills, you know, like yeah. uh, like what the person before was saying. You want to be able to develop skills that you can leverage into mm-hmm. larger income. That's not going to happen overnight. So in the meantime, you have to think very honestly about the sacrifices that you can make. I know you said you all already you're living pretty frugally, pretty slimly. So I don't know if there's a lot of room for it in the situation that you're in now, but maybe that entails mm-hmm. 
moving to a different city. I'm kind of in the same, yeah, because I'm kind of in the same situation. Like, I have a low work, low paying job. It's full time, but it's, it's low paying. It's shitty. I can't program. <laughs> I can't do any of those things. So what I did on the side was I, I, I started going to Goodwill and I started flipping shit at Goodwill. I'll buy pants for a dollar, sell it eBay for 30 bucks. And just go from there. I started flipping stuff from Goodwill, start flipping stuff from around the house, and then I start flipping backpacks. And then that shit kind of went away because COVID, you know, opened back up, everything's open, so people stopped buying backpacks, and I ventured into NFT, so here I am. <laughs> the thing is, you just kind of wander your way through and see what works for you. Sorry, Captain. I just want to say one more thing, then, <laughs> then, I'll, yeah. then, then I'll let you have it. the The good thing about being NF in the NFT space is the people that you will meet. So I would, I would advise the advice that I would give is that stay, mm-hmm. stay away from trying to invest in the NFTs themselves, and try and spend mm-hmm. as much time as you can meeting the people that are in these spaces. This Discord right here is one of the richest, thickest resources of incredibly intelligent people that have a a lot of ideas and answers to the questions that you're asking forget about Mm -hmm. buying forget about buying the nft get to know the people that are in this server and and i I bet you'll find so much great information and so many great ideas for what you can do thank you so much um it it's so nice. It, it, it like all the advices I got just now made me think a little differently. So I will definitely look forward and learn more and try to improve myself and yeah, definitely check out all these channels too. Captain, Thank I'm gonna yeah. Cap, Captain, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit end on the record. I, I, I did I did record all of this. This was this will all be in the podcast. But I just wanted to say thank you. I wanted to get on the recording. Thank you so much. This inspired a, a conversation that's happening now. I want that conversation to continue. But I just wanted to say that to you, man. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you guys can check out the uh, articles that I posted on the Career Advice channel. Um, you can also uh, direct message me if you guys like. Uh, if you have any questions on on finances in general, I'll I'll try my best to help. Although I'm not a uh, financial advisor. Yeah, links so, yeah, links for having me. Yeah. Links to those articles, links to those articles will be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this afterwards, you can find that. And anybody that's here right now, if you click on my profile, you can find the link to the podcast that we're making out of this. And uh, check back in a few hours, and the live recording will be up with all of the links to Captain Wong's articles before. All right, you guys.